Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part three of our current study entitled 2021 Closer Yet. In parts one and two, we reviewed some of the major events that unfolded in 2020 and which held great prophetic significance and be ready, or at the very least be watchful, precursor warnings. Today, I will be gleaning from a commentary written for Rapture Ready Ministry, which, with cautionary care to not set dates, nonetheless gives strong evidential consideration to the fact that the scale upon which God's prophetic timeline is held has tipped from it being possible to most probable that we truly are the last generation on earth and that for those who are now alive, there is a very strong likelihood that we will see all that God has promised in his prophetic word of truth come to pass. And while it is critically important to not get entangled in what has become termed modern-day conspiracy theories, that can entrap the people of God, leading to exaggeration, false information, or mistiming. It is also critically important that we keep our heavenly mindset intact and balanced on the integrity of God's unadulterated word of life, because the truth of the matter is that there most definitely is a conspiracy at work. Or if you don't like the word conspiracy, you can interpose scheme or plot, which are synonyms and that it is being headed by God's most diabolical enemy, Lucifer. That conspiracy, which by definition means a secret plan by a person or group to do something unlawful or harmful, and which drew one-third of the angelic host to join Lucifer in his mutiny against the one true and only God of all creation, is spelled out in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14 and verses 12 to 14, where it is written, how you have fallen from heaven, O star of the morning, sun of the dawn. You have been cut down to the earth, you who have weakened the nations. But you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. I will raise my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit on the mount of assembly in the recesses of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will make myself like the Most High. Of course, he will not succeed in this demonic plot, as verses 15 to 18 confirm. Nevertheless, you will be thrust down to Sheol, to the recesses of the pit. Those who see you will gaze at you. They will ponder over you, saying, Is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms, who made the world like a wilderness and overthrew its cities, who did not let his prisoners go home? All the kings of the nations lie in glory, each in his own tomb. In these verses, we see Lucifer's final end, but we also see evidence of the great damage he will cause through his agent, the Antichrist, before his final demise takes place, as kings and nations are overtaken by him, causing the earth to tremble at the horror. Even now, that Antichrist spirit is at work and the man of lawlessness is being readied to take center stage. 
and therefore it would be wise for us to soberly heed the Lord's admonition, to be on the alert, and to look for and hasten, meaning to deeply long for the coming of the day of the Lord. And in light of that great anticipation and watchful discerning, allow me to share the rapture-ready article entitled, The Rapture is So Close, where they write, Our Lord stated that this generation will not pass away until these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Both Matthew and Luke, where the Lord's words are recorded, clarify which generation this is. It is the generation that sees the fig tree put forth its leaves. It is the generation that finds itself at the end of the Braxton Hicks contractions, just as these false labor spasms transition into true labor pains. Yes, there have been wars, rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes, persecutions, false prophets, plagues, and solar phenomena that have occurred throughout the church age. These are what Jesus calls the beginning of birth pangs. But then he states that there will be a this generation, a terminal generation, if you will. But how do we determine what identifies the terminal generation? The context of the Matthew and Luke accounts is that Jesus was speaking specifically to the Jews in their homeland. In other words, he was saying that, the generation of Jews who will be living in the land of Israel when the signs Jesus said would usher in the end of the age will not pass away until all these things take place. It could not have been the A.D. 33 generation of Jews who heard the words of Jesus because all these things that he had reiterated did not take place in that generation. So by Holy Spirit deduction, Jesus must have been referring to the generation of Jews that would be alive to see all the signs of the end time occurring. Of all the end time signs that Jesus enumerates, the most profound would be the fig tree putting forth its leaves. The fig tree has been well established to represent Israel, and this prophecy was fulfilled in the refounding of the nation of Israel. This singular event started the prophetic clock ticking toward midnight, and multiple last days prophecies began their fulfillment. In Isaiah 66, 8, these words resonate. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Can a land be born in one day? Can a nation be brought forth all at once? The answer is yes, Israel, on May 14, 1948. Ezekiel 36.24 resounds with confirmation of God's promise to His covenant people. For I will take you from the nations, gather you from all the lands, and bring you into your own land. The establishment of the modern state of Israel indicates that this has initially begun. So if May 14, 1948 marks the beginning of the final generation, what exactly is the length of a generation? If we look to the Bible, it gives us an interesting possibility. In Psalm 90 and verse 10, it is written, As for the days of our life, they contain 70 years, or if due to strength, 80 years. The World Health Organization states that the average Israeli lifespan is 82.5 years, 80.6 for a male, 
and 84.3 years for a female. Now for some interesting math. Scripture indicates that Jesus will take his true church home before the seven-year period of the tribulation. Let's say that the terminal Israeli generation has an 80-year lifespan. A.D. 1948 plus 80 years equals A.D. 2028. A.D. 2028 minus seven years of the tribulation brings us to A.D. 2021. Now, before we get ahead of ourselves, that is not to say that the rapture will happen this year. It only indicates that it is a possibility that it could happen. But we must be very careful not to in any way fall into the danger of date setting. Jesus made it quite clear that no human being knows the exact day or hour of his return for his church. He did say, however, that when we see the signs of his soon coming, we can be sure that summer is near. And with all the current event neon signs that are flashing all around us, it most definitely appears that spring's prophetic season is quickly coming to an end and that we are on the verge of summer's arrival, which means that truly any day now the church could be called home. In John 14:1-3, Jesus' words of promise are recorded. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. He will come back for us, beloved, just as he said he would. And by everything that is taking place all around us, it appears that he truly is coming very soon. In Second Peter chapter 1 and verse 19, it is written, And so we have the prophetic word made more sure, to which you do well, to pay attention as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts. And in Psalm 119, verse 105, it is also written that, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. His unadulterated word of truth will continue to show us the way, and to keep us from stumbling over the many lies and deceptions the enemy is orchestrating in this critical hour on earth, and which is already ensnaring many people in the trap of deadly falsehood. Allow me to close today with a stirring account that is given in the book of Revelation, chapter 21 and verses 10 to 21, with the last words recorded in the Bible. And he said to me, Do not sew up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and let the one who is filthy still be filthy, and let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness, and let the one who is holy still keep himself holy. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to render to every man according to what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may enter by the gates into the city. 
Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers, and the immoral persons, and the murderers and the idolaters, and everyone who loves and practices lying. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty come. Let the one who wishes take the water of life without cost. I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to them, God shall add to him the plagues which are written in this book. And if anyone takes away the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the tree of life and from the holy city which are written in this book. He who testifies to these things says, Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Amen. And, as always, beloved, I bid you his agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you'd like to receive a CD copy of this message or you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com.